white woman because sometimes when white people say stuff, you Negroes will listen. When I say stuff, I don't want to sound like an angry black guy, but if a white person says it, you guys might sit down and listen to it and give some credence to it, right? That we have trusted to demand things in the black community, they don't have the spirit of Joseph in them. That's the bottom line. Farrakhan doesn't, T.D. Jakes doesn't, no entertainment artists you see on, t anybody you see on TV, black love by, by society, they do not have the spirit of Joseph in them. I don't care who they are. Mike Tyson, Cicely Tyson, um, Earl Thompson. I don't, I don't care. I'm not on Facebook this week. Um, I am currently in Facebook jail. <laughs> what else is new? I specifically chose a white person to talk to you Negroes about your history because I find it that if it's a black person talking about history to, to regular to other black people they tend to shy away from it but if it's a white person talking to black people about their history they tend to listen so months ago or weeks ago i'm glad god did not i'm glad i wasn't moses because i would have left all y'all black people in the desert like i see y'all when i get to man think about this moses moses done put his neck on the line got y'all through the got y'all through the desert and because of y'all he couldn't go into the promised land I would have beat the, I would have beat each and every one of y'all with that daggone staff. I would have beat the dog meat. Before y'all go in that promised land, I'm whooping everybody's tail with, with, with the staff. Y'all guys gonna remember me. Because of y'all, I can't go in the promised land. Celebrities are here to make, to make the abnormal normal. That, that would have been me. But some people are better than me, but that's why, that's why God didn't send me because that story would have been written very differently. And they complained and Calvin left. <laughs> I think it's happening with that. All right, I'm out. Give people who are making $100,000 or less as a family a tax credit, which will benefit and uplift. 60% of black families who are in poverty. So by default, it affects black families, but there's not a particular policy for African-Americans that you would explore. The reality also is this, any policy that will benefit black people will benefit all of society. Let's be clear about that. Let's really be clear about that. So I'm not gonna sit here and say, I'm gonna do something that's only gonna benefit black people, no.
lot of people. And as we're waiting in line, I think I heard at least four or five different dialects, people speaking in different languages, coming to see this magnificent thing here in Sequoia National Park. And it got me thinking, it just reminded me of the Tower of Babel, the focus of today's lessons. Um, where at the time of the Tower of Babel, after the flood, God had told people to multiply and fill the earth, spread out, fill the earth. And what did man do? Within only around 100 years after the flood, he's rebelling against God. He's saying, no, they were staying together. We're going to build a tower to the heavens. We're going to make our name great. We're going to stay together and direct a rebellion against God's command. And so it was that sin that caused God to come down and confuse their languages and spread people out all over the world, actually forcing them to be obedient to what he called them to do to fill the earth. And that event of the Tower of Babel is really important for multiple reasons. It shows us how we get isolated people groups all over the world, leading to distinct people groups with distinct traits we'll talk about later on. And also we see tons of confirmation of this, of the thousands of languages around the world. Most language experts agree you can trace those languages back to around 80 to 90 original family languages. Well, the number 80 to 90 fits really well with the number of families that were dispersed at the time of the Tower of Babel. Just a wonderful confirmation of that. Also, if you go around the world, you see these similar structures like ziggurats and pyramids and mounds, uh, and they're built all over the place, very similar in their structure. And it's almost like some of the people got the same idea from a local area and spread out and built their own version of it that took place after the Tower of Babel. Just wonderful confirmations. And then also, most people roost and trace their family trees back to one of Noah's sons. How cool is that? So tons of confirmation, the Bible's history being true from beginning to end. And just a good reminder as we're here on this beautiful day, Sequoia National Park, looking at General Sherman, all the different people, different languages. That's a result of the Tower of Babel. Uh, we see that God's word is true time and time again. So I hope that's... What up, what up, what up? It is your boy. L, L, Christian Cal. <laughs> Man, pardon self. I thought the other video, I forgot to share the audio. But you guys need to watch this video because this ties into the whole babble thing. So I'm just gonna I'm not gonna play that much of it. I'm gonna let you guys hear just a little bit of it. But let me go back and play this for y'all. Pardon self, man. I forgot. I forgot, man. Pardon self. Pardon self.
This is crazy, man. These people are nuts, man. Nuts. Literally nuts, man. They're nuts. They're nuts. Yes, I'm being judgmental and everything like that because they're nuts, man. They're nuts. Um, they're nuts, man. So tonight's episode is 55. Five, five. Episode five, five. And if you're in the middle, if you know anything about the military, five, five means loud and clear, I believe. So we're going to go ahead and start with Genesis chapter 11. Before we start, though, we always got to give praise and honor to God first and foremost. Um, Father God, I want to say thank you, Lord, for giving me this opportunity again to come forth with your word. With another um, presentation that I help will um, edify um, the saved and the non-saved alike. Father God, let your word go forth. I might plant, I might water, but it's you that gives an increase. Um, decrease me while you increase yourself. Father God, thank you so much for sending your son Jesus to shed that precious blood that make us right in your eyes. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. All right. So I started out. Oh, yeah. How you guys like the new, how you guys like the new show intro? How you like the new show intro? Give a thumbs up in the chat if you like the new thumbs up. I mean, <laughs> give a thumbs up in the chat if you like the new show intro. I worked on that. It took me like two days to get it pulled together. You know what I mean? Um, shout out to Sound Good Hand. Make sure you check him out on Instagram. S-O-U-N-D-G-O-O-D-H-E-N. Instagram, check him out. Up and coming producer. Um... So we got the new intro in. Then I played the video of the black Hebrew Israelites and people just talking and rambling and going off on each other. Then I had the um the guy at the um, Sequoia National Park talking about the Tower of Babel. Because after a while, that's what it sounded like those people were talking. It's just a bunch of babbling. I want him, it's over talking. So let's talk about Genesis chapter 11. Now the whole earth had one language and one speech. And it came to pass as they journeyed from east, from the east, that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. Then they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They had brick for stone, and they had asphalt for mortar. And they said, Come, let us build us up a city and a tower whose top is in the heavens. Let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down and see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. And the Lord said, indeed, the people are one and they will have one language. And you'll have one language. And this is what they began to do. Now, nothing they had purpose to do will be withheld from them. Come, let us go down there and confuse their language that they might not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of all the earth, and they ceased building the city. Therefore, it is named, therefore, its name is called Babel, because the Lord confused the language of all the earth. And from there, the Lord scattered them abroad over the face of the earth. And like I say, this is the this is why I say. The elites run the Tower of Babel theory, the, the Tower of Babel playbook. You know, they confuse our languages. 
by languages, they language I'm using, I'm substituting the word language for programming. They got us all confused with programming. You know, every black person with a hoodie is a is a is a is a potential threat. Every white person driving a pickup truck is a racist. Every Mexican just wants to smoke weed. Um, Asians are smart with math um, and they can't drive. And so you got all these stereotypes out there so we could never come together. The elites know why if we come together, there's nothing that will be stopped from us. Nothing will be withheld from us. Nothing that we can't, there will be nothing that we can't do. And they know that their job and that their um, their comfy lifestyle will be over. So this is episode 55. You know, here at Calvin's Conscious, episode 55 is called Convoluted. Convoluted. You see the two guys out there talking, <laughs> got put together pieces and everything like that. And it's like, you know what, man? This is this is this is not worth it, man. This is crazy. This is crazy, crazy. So here you know, and here at Calvin Conscious Climbers, you know, since words have meanings, we have to use the word by its proper definition. Convoluted is an adjective. Um, having convulsions, a ram with convoluted horns, involved, intricate, a convoluted argument, a messy argument, it's a confusing argument, no one's making their point, it's all babble, it, all's, it is all babble, 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 babble. But the Bible says the Lord is not a God of confusion. So why is it that you have a bunch of men out there proclaiming or stating they're out there preaching the word of God, but there's nothing but confusion and babbling going on? And a bunch of arrogance on their side is holding the Bible. Like I said before, man, if anybody is promoting, if you are a pastor or you claim that you love God and you're pushing one race over the other, you are misled. It goes for the Hebrew Israelites, it goes for the NOI, and it goes for um, any other race that 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 believes that way as well. Um, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whom shall ever believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. At the end of the day, God is did not come save the black people. God didn't come just to save the white people. No, God so loved the world. How you stop, how you skip over that? How you skip over a world for Israel? You know, man, the Hebrew Israelites, man, you know, like I said, I don't, you know, that movement is based, that movement was made out of lack. The Hebrew Israelites is the is the religion, is the religious version of hip hop. Bunch of fatherless boys, men, pardon yourself, bunch of fatherless men that have dealt with a bunch of trauma that hasn't been resolved, dealing with a bunch of church hurt, and everyone got together and say, you know what, we're gonna bleed on each we're gonna bleed on each other, and we're gonna make this a movement, we're gonna uplift ourselves. We're not gonna talk about God or Jesus, but we're gonna uplift ourselves. It's, it's about us, it's about us. Black man, black man, black man, black man. But in reality, when you look at the Old Testament, that's what got the Jewish people in trouble anyway, because they became arrogant, thinking, oh, we are God's chosen people, so therefore 
we can't do no wrong. Once again, I said this months ago, I got, I got to find the audio for it. I say, let's say if tomorrow God say, hey, at, at 12, from, from, from 12 p.m. to 12.01 p.m., I'm going to roll back heaven and I'm going to let you guys see what Jesus looked like while he was on earth. And I bet you if he's black, black people will celebrate it like Juneteenth times 100. I told you he was black. I told you, okay, he's black. But once again, for God so loved the world that whom shall ever believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. There's two things there. For God so loved the what? Black people? White people? Asian people? No. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, right? And whom shall ever, whom shall ever means it doesn't matter if you're free, doesn't matter if you're a slave, doesn't matter if you're rich, doesn't matter if you're poor, doesn't matter if you're black, doesn't matter if you're white, doesn't matter if you're Hispanic, Asian, Arab, German, European, you could even consider yourself a Negro-pian. He even died for the people that wants to wear weave. He died for the Brian Gumbles. He, he, he died for the, for the Sambos. He died for the Hitlers and everyone. He died for everybody. That whom shall ever believe in him? It's because he, yeah, he said, all right, I'm going to die. And I'm going to, by me dying, it sets up a reservation for you in heaven. Now, if you come in and cash in your reservation, that's on you. But you're not going to be forced to come to this hotel. You come at your own, you know, if I call you, you better come. <laughs> so, the black Hebrew Israelites, man, you know, you get an A for effort. <laughs> Everything else you get an F for. At the end of the day, who is Jesus to them? Is Jesus the Son of God? Did Jesus' blood atone for all sin? Where is the message of reconciliation? The only thing I hear is a bunch of legal, it's a bunch of a legalistic argument. You can't do this, and you can't do this, and you can't do that. Are you guys just picking out certain laws? So, you know, there was, there's over 600, I believe it's either, it's either 612 or 621 Levitical laws that one must keep. So are you guys keeping all 612 laws? Or are you guys just cherry picking which laws you want to keep because it fits your narrative? Because if you're going to go with this whole Hebrew Israelite thing, that means you have 612 laws that you have to finish. I mean, that, that you have to, um, that you had to obtain and maintain. This is why the Jews were longing for the Messiah. Because like, once the Messiah comes, we don't have to do this no more. We don't got to strain the gnat out of the water and hold it. You know, we don't have to be defiled by a corpse no more. We don't have to spend seven days in the wilderness if we're defiled. That's why they were longing for the Messiah because the law was a reminder that no one can fulfill the law. Therefore, no one will be good enough. This is the reason why God had to have them offer sacrifices. This is why God said in, in the New Testament believers, they, I shall write my law upon their hearts. 
Jesus, Jesus said in the New Testament, these are the two greatest commandments. Love, love the Lord your God and love your neighbor. Your neighbor isn't just your physical neighbor, but it's a neighbor is anyone that's outside your circle or anyone that's outside of you. That's the golden rule. Do unto others as you want to be done unto you. So if you want to treat people nice, if you want to treat people like idiots and you want to be mean at them and you wonder why, why is everybody mean to me? Because look how you treat people. Reaping and sowing, sowing and reaping. Hmm. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm really tired today. It's going to be a short show today. Matthew chapter 12. Then one was brought to him who was demon-possessed, blind and mute, and he healed him. So the blind and mute man both spoke and saw. And all the multitudes were amazed and said, could this be the son of David? Now, when the Pharisees heard it, they said, this fellow does not cast out demons except by Beelzebub, the ruler of the demons. But Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, every kingdom divided against itself is, I'm sorry, <laughs> my bad, I ain't gonna do that. Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation and every city or house divided against itself will not stand. If Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself. Now, I'm sorry, how then will his kingdom stand? If I cast out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your sons cast them out? <laughs> Therefore, they shall be your judges. But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come on come upon you, or has, or how can one Enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man. And then he will plunder his house. He who is not with me is against me. And who does not gather with me scatters abroad. So here you have Jesus doing awesome things, right? And, you know, he's getting his YouTube followers up. You know, he's doing, you know, he's, he's uploading New, new and new miracles every day. The Pharisee sees his numbers going up. You know, he's getting all these thumbs up, up in the chat. The Pharisees is over there hating on Jesus. And, oh, the reason why he's able to do this is because he's, he's using the power of the devil to cast out the devil. This is where blasphemy comes in. Blasphemy is when anything the Spirit of God is doing and you try to accredit that work to the devil. That's blasphemy. That is the biblical definition of blasphemy. And guess what? That sin will not be forgiven. That's what Christ said. I'll forgive everything. You can talk about me. You can say, I'm this, I'm this, that, and third. You can make movies about me. You can make Jesus Christ Superstar part, part 112. But guess what? If you truly repent from that and come with a, with a um, totally different approach, guess what? I will still throw your sins into a sea of forgetfulness. But when it comes to blaspheming the Holy Spirit and attributing his work to the devil, that will not get, um, that will not be forgiven. You know, everyone has their theory on why, you know, but if the Holy Spirit is God's spirit, you know, the spirit, you know, what, what comes out the mouth comes, you know, what comes out the mouth is what's in the heart or in your spirit. And to say that, you know, God loves us so much, 
for you to for you to attribute his spirit work through the Holy Spirit or his work through the Holy Spirit, and you try to classify that as demonic, he's gonna be upset because like yo, you you know you you should you should know my heart. You know that's why God talks. Hey, know my heart. If you know my heart, know my way. You know, give me the desires of you. That's why we pray, Lord. Lord, give me the desires of your heart, because we know that we know that His heart is pure, and His Spirit will lead us in all directions. For you to for, for you for you to take that same Spirit and say, "Hey, you are working with the devil." God's gonna be highly upset about that, because you know that's His Spirit. You know, His Spirit shows in His Spirit shows intent, and therefore you trying to say that He's doing work of the devil, and that's why that won't be forgiven. So, going back to the Hebrew Israelites, going back to that video, going back to that crazy, crazy video. These guys are so eager to prove who they are, they don't even preach salvation. If you're a Hebrew Israelite, how do I get to heaven? Answer that question for me. How do I get to heaven? If I'm white, and I truly repent for my whiteness. Excuse me. If I'm a, if I'm white, if I'm white, and I truly repent for my evilness of being white, will God forgive me? And if He does forgive me, does that is that the only requirement to go into heaven? I'm not here trying to start anything, you know, but, you know, you guys, if anybody out there is using scripture to justify anything, just know that I'll be on your head about it. Facts. I love the Bible. I love talking about the Bible. I love it. I love it. I love it. Jesus is not white. And Jesus is not black. Jesus was of brown skin. Black is not a race. Black is just a color. And he wasn't black. Jesus was brown. But yo, he had hair like wool. Revelation 3.15 says he had hair like wool. No, it doesn't say that. It says his hair was the color of wool. You see that? This is why it's called riff. Reading is fundamental. If you don't believe me, matter of fact, don't believe me. Let's pull it up. Let's pull it up real quick. I suggest everyone use this. Um, this is an awesome, awesome um, Bible study thing to use. And the thing, and for my podcast listeners, this is the Blue Letter Bible. It's Revelation three fifteen. One right. Let's see. Hair white like wool. Anyway, let's do that. All right. Oh, Revelation 114. I know I had it. I had it somewhere, right? His head and hair were white like wool. As snow, as white as snow, and his eyes like a flame of fire. And then when you look at Daniel chapter 7 verse 9, I watched till the thrones were put in place and the Ancient of Days 
was seated, his garment was white as snow, and his hair, and the hair of his head was like pure wool. His throne was a fiery flame, his wills a burning fire. Let's look this up. Because uh, sometimes this thing be giving you hair with like pure wool. Let's see. Check this out. <laughs> Corresponding to wool. Treat as a snake. Divine sheaves. Something together. Uh, let's see, time out. Oh, correction. X that out. Uh, uh, uh. That's the new King James version. It's the got King James version. Every version they have their own little dog diesel to it. And it's like, you know what? This is the reason why we have to. This is why I use this one. The reason why I use this one, because it's like, you know what? I see Daniel. Is that Daniel 7 9? Daniel 7 9. Yeah, Daniel 7 9. I said, I love the word and we're not going to, um, we're not going to twist up scripture to fit a narrative because at the end of the day, and open. so listen to this. So, as I said before, they use Revelation 114, and it says here, oh, let's go to Revelation 114 real quick. This actually, it's, I'm glad it says this because it's actually, it actually works out. It, it actually works out better than my thoughts don't work out. So look, it says his head and hairs were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes a flame of fire. And when you look up this, um, verse um, as white as wool. Are these the same? These are not the same. So this is why we have to look at this. So this is a different type of wool. G25. I'm doing this right. I'm doing this live right now, guys. I wasn't planning on doing this, but that's cool. So, matter of fact, let me do this. I love, I love the Bible, man. The Bible is awesome. And I just dislike when people try to manipulate the Bible and scriptures and so they can fit their narrative and so they can live how they want to live and this, that, and the other. Now, we ain't going to do that. 
We ain't gonna do that, B. Oh, crud. Okay, here we go. All right, so let's talk about the vision of the four beasts. Daniel chapter seven. In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions on of his head upon his bed. Then he wrote the dream and told some of the matters. Daniel spake and said, I saw in my vision by night and behold, the four winds of heaven strove above upon the great sea. The four beasts came up from the sea, diverse from one another. The first was like a lion and had eagle's wings. I beheld to the wings, therefore were plucked and was lifted up from the earth and made stand upon his feet as a man and a man's heart was given to it. And behold, another beast, a second one like to a bear, it was raised up on one side and it had three ribs in its mouth between the teeth of it. And it said thus unto it, arise and devour much flesh. After that, I beheld, and lo, another like a leopard, which had upon his back its four wings of a fowl. The beast also had four heads, and dominion was given to it. After this, in the, in the night visions, and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, and extreme and strong exceedingly, and it had great iron teeth. It devoured and break in pieces, and stamped the residue with the feet of it, and it was diverse from all beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns. Oops, darn it. Oops, darn it. Okay, sorry about that. And it had ten horns. I considered the horns, and behold, there came up among them another little horn before them, were three of the first horns that plugged up by his roots, and behold, in his horns, were eyes like a man and in the, in the mouth speaking great things. That's talking about the Antichrist. And beheld to the thrones, and I beheld to the thrones were cast down, and the ancients of days did sit, whose garments were as white as snow, and his hair of his head were like the pure wool. His throne was like the fiery flame, and his wheels as burning fire, a fiery steam, a fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Thousands and thousands ministered to him, and tens and tens of times, uh, and tens thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The judgment was set, and the books were open. Beheld then, because of the voice of the great words which the horn spake, I beheld even till the beast was slain and his body destroyed and given to the burning flame. As concerning the rest of the beast, they had their dominion taken away, yet the lives were prolonged for a season and a time. All right, y'all. So as I said before, for God so loved the world that whoever believes in Jesus shall be saved. Where in that does it say everyone who hairs like wool or white like wool will be saved? Where does the Bible say that at? This is the reason why the Jews got in trouble. Because they thought that they were special. They are special. But they thought that the specialness 
could could get them out of trouble. We all know the pretty female, the handsome guy. They think they could do whatever they want because in their eyes, they're, they're special. Or even people who has money, they feel like they could grab people by their JJs. They think they're special. They could do what they want. But, you know, as you know, it should be no one's above, you know, that's why they say no one's above the law, right? <laughs> not even God's chosen ones, regardless if he looks like us or not. Because we're no longer having to keep 612 laws. We no longer have to do that. God has written the law in our hearts. So it's a heart issue. It's not like, it's not you can't do that. The question is why you want to do that. Oh, I say that you can't go to the club and drink, but the question is why you want to go to the club and drink. Why is it, you're saying, you know, um, well, yeah, God is saying you can't have sex before marriage. But even if, let's say, if that wasn't, let's say that wasn't spelled out. It's not like you can't. The question would be, then why would you want to have sex before marriage? You know, is it a lustful thing? Are you dealing with lust? So that's why we have to be very careful, y'all. Do not become legalistic to where everything is, um, to where everything is based on skin color. Because the crazy thing is this. African-Americans in this country, they turn Muhammad black. And the Caucasian people in this country, they turn Jesus white. <laughs> they did the big old switcheroo. Jesus wasn't black as an African-American black, but he had dark skin. Could have been a light brown, a dark brown, or whatever. It doesn't matter. He doesn't matter what Jesus' skin color was, because at the end of the day, Without the shedding of blood, there can be no remission of sins. What color is blood? It's red. So at the end of the day, that's all that matters. But we want symbolism. This is the reason why the angel, this is why God had to hide Moses' body. Because the children of Israel would have took his bones and we've been sitting there worshiping Moses' body. That's, that's how we are. We would have sat there and worshiped Moses' body and they would never move to the promised land. And Satan tried to get Moses' body. Why would Satan try to get Moses' body? Because, once again, like we told, as we a way of review from last week, we know the devil is looking for worship. In any kind of way possible, Satan, Lucifer, the God of old, <laughs> he is looking for worship in any way possible, shape, shape, form, shape, form, or fashion. He's looking for worship. He would took Moses' body and did something to it to make the people worship it. To take eyes, take worship off of God and put worship onto him. Do you know people like that? You know, people that you could be doing something miraculous or something cool, they always make it about them. That's 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 the spirit of Lucifer. That is this legit spirit of Lucifer. 
So I just encourage everyone to go out there and read their Bible. Please read your Bible. Excuse me, sorry. Please read your Bible. Please, 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 please read your Bible. Even this pastor named Gino Jennings or something like that. You know, he, you know, you know, he's he's he is oneness. You know, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna start talking about these other denominations. Because um, you know, they're claiming Christ, but are they really Christian denominations? Or are they Christian just in name? Because who is Jesus? Is Jesus God? Was Jesus fully God and fully man? Hey, can you get to heaven without Jesus? Those are the questions you have to ask these people. I want to, you know, be very interesting to hear what the Hebrew Israelites had to say about that. You know, who is Jesus? Are we granted salvation? So how do we get to heaven? Is it through our works? Is it by faith? X, Y, and Z. If if Jesus had, if I wore the same dashiki Jesus had, does, does that get me into heaven? While I'm out here sleeping with everyone, still doing drugs and all this other stuff, still you know out here destroying homes and all this other crap because I'm black and have the same color dashiki on, that means I go to heaven. That sounds like some word of faith type of stuff right there. That sounds like some universalism just for blacks. <laughs> Anyway, like I said, we're not going to stay long. Listen, y'all, I totally appreciate it. Tonight, um, I, my energy is low. I'm tired. I had a long week. Um, continue to pray for my health. I know God has me because God is sovereign. Uh, I totally believe that, you know, um, we're going to talk about free will and things like that in the future. Um, do we really have free will? I pose this question like this. It's not do we have free will, but if God is the alpha, the beginning, and the omega, the end, and he exists outside of time, what is it? Um, I totally forgot. He exists outside of time. There's two other things I got to say. He's, he exists outside of time. Um, time, space, and matter. Yeah. Time, space. Yeah. God exists outside of time, space, and matter. So since he exists outside of things that we see with our eye, and he is the alpha, the omega, the beginning and the end, and he knows everything, does that negate our free will? Because in on Jeremiah 1 and 5, he says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. He also said somewhere else, I have plans to prosper you, not to harm you. And I guess this is the reason why worrying is a is a sin because God's like, you already have your steps ordered already. All you got to do is just follow it. Trust me. Be like Peter on the boat. You know, when we go out on a boat, it's scary going out on the water, going on this thing of life. We have no control and the winds and everything is howling and 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 um, and, and kicking up a, a storm. What are we doing? Are we keeping an eye on Jesus? Or are we looking around to see what can we grab onto? Nine times out of ten, a lot of people are looking for their grabbing onto. They need to turn around and blame God for it. And God's like, no, I didn't tell you to let go. 
you did that. But I knew you was going to do that. This is the reason why I gave you the personality that, that I gave you. You know what I mean? So God always looks out for us. And on that note, don't forget, once again, your vice president that everyone voted for said this. So I'm not going to sit here and say I'm going to do something that's only going to benefit black people. No. So I'm not going to sit